0: Hey, this is Megan with another what we're cooking and eating now bonus episode. In addition to our regular weekly episodes twice a month, we give you a real time rundown of what we're cooking for our families. In each of these episodes, you'll walk you through one recipe and then list out five others. All in all, you'll get six easy weeknight dinner ideas that we've tested. You can use these ideas as inspiration or literally turn them into your meal plan for next week. We share all the links mentioned in these episodes in our free community, which you can join by going to didn'tIjustfeedyou.com backslash community. All you have to do is enter your email, which we keep private. Today, while Stacey is on vacation, I am joined by my neighbor, Bailey Walton, who is a full-time working mom of two young boys, is also gluten and dairy-free. We, as you'll hear in this interview, we cook together and eat together often. So I've learned a lot from Bailey. She's a fabulous cook, and I call her the queen of sauces because she's always down to make some sort of sauce or jazzed up mayo, for anything that we're eating at either of our houses. Welcome Bailey to the show. All right, Bailey, talk us through what you have cooked for your family this week and how they liked it or didn't like it. Yeah, sure.
1: As you know, my husband loves to invite people over to our house for (laughs) dinner often without asking me ahead of time. So I'm always looking for like, kind of like a high impact recipe that you know is really tasty and seems like there was a lot of effort but in reality is really simple as few dishes to clean up as possible after dinner and then also on top of that if we can get some leftovers out of it some things to make lunches I work from home and have two kids that are home um, on summer break right now so if we can get some quick easy lunches out of it that's a bonus.
0: Always. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. One of my favorite really quick, easy weeknight meals is jackfruit tacos. And so almost you can get almost everything at Trader Joe's. So just a can of the jackfruit and I'll cook that in the instant pot just with some of the Trader Joe's citrus garlic seasoning. Really, really low effort. And then put that on some corn tortillas and um, top off with just cilantro, red onions, red cabbage, um, and serve just on the side with some rice and beans. And all of that's really easy to roll into lunch leftovers.
0: I have a question. I've actually never cooked the canned jackfruit, Mm -hmm. and you say you do it in the Instant Pot. Mm -hmm. Are you slow cooking it in the Instant Pot or pressure cooking it in the Instant
1: Pot? Either way. Just depends on how much forethought I had. (laughs)
0: Wait, because is it hard, like, coming out of the can, or is it, like, pulled pork consistency, like I think of jackfruit as being? Um, It's a
1: little harder than pulled pork when it comes out of the can, so it needs a little bit of heat. But you can do pressure cook for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. But if you think ahead a couple of hours, it's a little bit better if you can slow cook it. Yes. And then just shred it with a fork, just like you would pulled pork.
0: And your boys, do they, I say your boys, not including your husband, do they like their tacos with all of those toppings? Is that like a a winner in your house?
1: Everybody's sort of a choose their own adventure when it comes to their taco toppings, so I will put the cut up cilantro and onions and cabbage on the table and let everybody fix theirs the way they prefer.
0: Okay. But what do the boys do? Do they put everything in there or not really? Uh,
1: Finn will do onions and cilantro. I force them to have a little bit of cabbage, (laughs) just that there's some vegetable. (laughs) Um, Henry will often just have his plane.
0: Yeah. Just the jackfruit and the taco Just the tortilla. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And this week you did like that was legitimately for guests because Michael had a business friend in town who he invited for dinner.
1: That was and that was kind of funny. Um, we had a had a guest in town from Nicaragua, and uh, apparently for the two weeks he's been here, almost every meal has been tacos. <laughs> he's he's i could tell was really sick of tacos he goes i come to america and all i eat is tacos
0: yeah oh my goodness that's so funny i'm -hmm. also thinking about because he came to they came to our house first to play ping pong with my husband and have drinks and i put out like uh, salt and pepper cashews and made popcorn every time i feel like every time you come over to my house i'm like let's just make popcorn because that's so wonderful for everyone but they had him so wrapped up in playing ping pong. Like he was at the mm-hmm. ping pong table the whole time. Like he barely finished his one gin and tonic. And I don't think he got any popcorn. I think Henry, Michael, and Emmett ate all of it. The three oh. of them. <laughs> so he didn't even have like a little variety before he came up no, there. Oh.
1: Just tacos. Just tacos.
0: Yeah. Okay. What else did you cook this week?
1: Last week we had Finn's climbing coaches over for dinner fun. And one of my go-to meals when we have uh, folks over is a salmon piccata.
0: Oh, yeah. We've talked about this before off recording.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's super simple. It takes less than half an hour, but it tastes like you spent so much time on it. It's so yummy. It's just um, cut up pieces of salmon, um, and you essentially just cook it with butter, capers, uh, some white wine, chicken broth, and you add some fresh parsley at the end.
0: What do you do in place of the butter? Because you have a dairy allergy, so I you do. don't eat that. But obviously, this mm-hmm. is something you cook a lot. What's the tasty alternative?
1: My go-to favorite uh, vegan or dairy-free butter is the Miyoko's. Yes, butter you can find it at Whole Foods. You can probably find it, I think, at Publix or probably Kroger if you have that in your area. It's pretty pretty easy to come by. I
0: think even Walmart and like Albertsons carry it at this point, it's mm-hmm. pretty ubiquitous. And I think that's one of Stacey's favorite brands too.
1: Yeah, and if you can't find that really any other, cause there's not that much, any other dairy free butter will do. I at mean, you could probably use olive oil if you really just needed to add a little bit of oil to the yeah. mixture.
0: Yeah, and that'd be a good place for like a really, a nice olive oil that has like a little more flavor to it. And what do you typically serve that with? I serve that with your famous Soka recipe. Oh, isn't it? I think it's famous <laughs> between us. It is. It's such a good one. And I really forgot about it until I was like, what can I make for snacky things while Bailey's over? And it falls right into like that perfect category of it's so easy and so delicious. And it's like allergy friendly.
1: Yeah. Um, also, it's really great with just some rice, um, just so it soaks up all that really yummy lemony sauce. The
0: sauce. The sauce is where it's at. Okay. Nice. One other, We share one other recipe with us?
1: Yeah. This was one that you and your family got to enjoy on, what was that? Saturday night. Um, I made a low country boil.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Uh, my family uh, has been going down to Hilton Head, South Carolina every summer since before I have memories. And I love uh, the food of that region in the low country. Um, And so this one's just particularly nostalgic, but it's also really low effort. Um, It's essentially you boil a giant stock pot and you add in onions, corn, potatoes. Um, I like to add in dewy sausage and then some uh, shrimp at the very end and you boil it all together and you can serve it just on newspaper on your table for minimal cleanup um add some uh old bay to it if you like to add a little extra spice or you could do Zatarans if you want a little more cajun flavor um but it's it's a good crowd pleaser and for picky kids say your kid only likes corn um they can just pick (laughs) the parts out that they prefer
0: so yeah for everybody you did this really smart thing because we both have kids who are spice averse where you did one big pot with the old bay and all the like flavorful components to it and then you did a smaller pot of basically just like the plain i say plain boil but it had the onions and garlic and stuff Mm -hmm. in there too Um, and did a set of like the exact same ingredients prepped the same way but just without the Um, Old Bay seasoning on there. This is a good segue because I was like, wait, was it Saturday night? Because I thought that you were going to mention the Thai coleslaw that you made, which is that a Milk Street recipe?
1: It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because we did, we smoked ribs, which is like our annual 4th of July um, tradition. And I have a recipe on Kitchen that we'll share, which is just like super simple rub of a bunch of spices and brown sugar. And then they get smoked low and slow on the smoker. And that slaw that you made was like the most perfect accompaniment to it yeah, yeah it's a favorite and then also in the last week we we were texting i think you shared like a tostada picture with me you're like thank you for introducing me to bare minimum mondays and that same night i was like yeah i picked a recipe that is so not bare minimum which is this new york times tofu sandwich it ha i won't walk through like all the ingredients because we don't have time for that today, but it is like kind of labor intensive. Like you press the tofu, you also pre-cook the tofu. There's like more than one marinade and then you fry the tofu slices. It was very good. Three out of four of us liked it. Ella is not on the tofu train. So, and it was so labor intensive. I don't know that I would do it again, but I thought it was like a really fun recipe to try out. And then also we are like for didn't I just feed you for our new community where we're sharing recipes. We have been working on a black bean and zucchini tostada recipe. So my family also got that this week. I don't know. I'm always trying to figure out ways to use up more zucchini. And besides fritters, which we do a lot, and actually Bailey, you've been subject to my testing weight, like trying to hack the soaker recipe into gluten-free and dairy-free fritters. I love this tostada recipe because you grate the zucchini too and then like almost caramelize it with onions in the pan so it gets really like cooked down before you add a can of black beans. It sounds like a hidden veggie recipe. It's not purposeful, it's just like a way to add bulk to beans and also add like a ton of flavor. Uh, even though my kids would just eat plain black beans, I find that really boring. And so, any way that I can like add flavor, use up veggies and get veggies in. I consider a win in my book. Sounds great. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your recipe ideas. We will link to all of your, rec- your recipe selections, including that um, Milk Street Thai coleslaw in our community. All right. Thanks for having me. I'm so grateful. Bailey could join us for this week's episode of What We're Cooking and Eating Now. This bi-weekly series is thanks in part to the generous support of our did I Just Feed You supporting membership. So a big shout out and thank you to them. You can find out more about becoming a supporting member at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. And hey, if that's not the right time for you, don't forget that you can get all the links to this week's What We're Cooking and Eating Now by joining the free section of our community. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. Thanks for listening. Stay sane and well fed until next time.